Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Shot in 4K ultra-high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. First at 4.30, heartbreak and questions this morning after a man shot and killed a UNC Chapel Hill faculty member on campus. We got a big flash on, on the TV projector in our classroom that the, that the teacher had his computer hooked up to. And it said, um, shelter in place, active shooter. We have reaction from students who saw classmates jumping out of windows as authorities searched for the shooter. Plus what we're learning about the man at the center of this investigation. And I'm tracking tropical storm Adalia. It is likely to become a hurricane shortly. I'll show you the latest forecast track and what our impacts will be here. And we're taking a look at how people in Florida are bracing for that major storm as Adalia barrels toward the Sunshine State. It is 4.30, a lot to get you caught up on on this Tuesday morning. We're glad you're waking up with us. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. It's good to have you along here. Yeah, well, it's going to be a busy week here moving forward. A lot of tracking of the tropics. We'll start with Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center. And we're going to start to feel the rain as early as tomorrow. Right now, the storm is here. It's moved into the Gulf of Mexico, where, of course, the, uh, the sea surface temperatures here are extremely warm. We'll likely see rapid intensification. It's going to become Category 3, a major storm, before it makes landfall in Florida tomorrow morning, just uh, over 24 hours from now. It's moving north at 8 miles per hour. Winds at 70, 74 mile per hour winds make it a hurricane. We'll get the next update coming up in about 20 to 30 minutes. It's the 5 o'clock update, and I would be surprised if they don't go ahead and name it a hurricane. It looks like uh, it'll be very likely. Just like yesterday, we're looking at a Category 3 major hurricane making landfall in Florida, and then it's likely to hug the coast um, near Wilmington for Thursday morning, and then off the coast at Cape Lookout by 8 p.m. Thursday. And then this is a new development in the last 24 hours. It looks like it moves into the Atlantic but begins to slow down a little bit, and that just means uh, potentially extra damage to our coastline. We'll talk more about those impacts coming up. Let's talk about future cast for us this morning. There were, of course, some showers overnight last night. A little bit of rain out there uh, now, but will likely be fairly dry today. Partly cloudy skies. There is a small chance of a shower or thunderstorm late today. That's likely to be um, closer to sunset or around sunset and then into the evening. Um, we take a look at Wednesday. Of course, this is when we start to see some of the impacts from Adalia. We'll start here, uh, say, mid to late afternoon. It becomes heavy down in our southern counties. There's 5 p.m. Wednesday. We may not see very much rain in our northern counties at all after the system, out of the system if it uh, continues to track the way it looks. So rainfall heavy from, say, Durham and Raleigh eastward through Thursday morning, and then into the afternoon it begins to pull away. We'll likely see some winds gusting up to 30, 35 miles per hour, but we'll outline that coming up. Category 4, Hurricane Franklin here brushing by Bermuda. 
Bermuda as we get through the next 24 hours. And of course, it's causing high rip current danger along our coast right now. Uh, we had a few isolated showers overnight. You can see on the radar that for the most part, that is over. So we are looking at the potential for some uh, dry conditions this morning. Now, it's still a bit damp. This is a look at Franklinton. It is 74 with a dew point of 72. So it's a very warm, sticky start. Temperatures are mostly in the mid 70s as you're heading out this morning. Our temperatures this afternoon will be close to 90. We did make it into the 90s yesterday, but we have some cooler temperatures along with our tropical system. I'll show you what it will feel like coming up. All classes and campus activities at UNC are canceled today after the on-campus shooting yesterday left a faculty member dead and had students sheltering in place for hours. The suspected shooter is in police custody. We're working to confirm the name of the faculty member who was killed in the shooting. This morning at 8, the school will open a hotline for concerned parents, loved ones, and community members. That number is 919-918-1999. WR's Laura Levine joins us live this morning from UNC's campus with reaction from a former classmate of the accused shooter. Laura, how are they describing Tai Lai Chi? Renee, they're saying that he was a very quiet and isolated to himself type of person. You know, it's only been one week since students have returned to campus for the start of the new semester. And today already classes are canceled as the community here mourns the loss and processes the loss of that faculty member who was shot and killed. It all played out here behind me at Caldale Labs. It was a very intense situation here yesterday. This is video only where our crews obtained of the arrest of the suspect about two miles from campus, Tai Lei Chi. This all happening after an hours long search and a campus lockdown. Today, we're working to learn more about a motive as investigators continue to question Chi. He was a UNC doctoral student. And this here chilling video shows students jumping from windows, trying to find safety upon first learning of that active shooter on campus. Students were locked in rooms and classrooms on edge, waiting for any update on the situation. We spoke with Aiden Scott, who worked on a project with Chi last year in a machine learning class. He was stunned to see his face, Chi that is, on the campus alerts and news. Kind of hard for me to cope with all of this because I would have never guessed that he would be the kind of person who could possibly be capable of this kind of thing. Every single time that he talked to me, he seemed very nice. Like one time for the first homework assignment, he was asking me questions about uh, like how to do the problems. And I never got any sort of, sort of red flag that he could possibly even think to do this kind of thing. Again, UNC Chapel Hill will open that hotline today starting at 8 a.m. We're working to learn more about any possible motive in this case and, of course, working to learn more information about the victim. Laura Levine, WRL News. We're live in Chapel Hill. Here's just a little closer look at the video you just saw of students jumping out of windows on campus there. It gives us a small perspective of just the fear and terror they were going through, the students experiencing on that UNC campus yesterday. We spoke to the student journalist who captured this video, now being seen across the nation. Noelle Harris says she was in class at the time when this all happened. We got a big flash on, on the TV projector in our classroom that it, that the teacher had his computer hooked up to, and it said um, "shelter in place, active shooter." At that point, we, well, for me, I didn't know what was going on because we had just been told that it was okay to leave the building. But then, when we saw students jumping out the window, um, 
I didn't know if they had heard something that I didn't know. Um, it was a, it was a confusing moment. Confusing and scary, a day they will never forget. Chapel Hill's Mayor Pam Hemminger is thanking first responders for their work to keep people safe and informed as the active shooter situation played out. In a statement released last night, the mayor said in part, we extend our thoughts, prayers and support to the victims and their families, friends and colleagues. We know that this will be a difficult time and encourage you to reach out to someone if you need any emotional or mental help. That fear and panic went beyond UNC's campus. It stretched to Chapel Hill Carborough City Schools, putting students and teachers on lockdown during their first day of class. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joins us this morning to explain the resources that will be available on campus today to help those students and teachers. Kelsey. Jeff, parents and families of students who had their first day of school here at Glenwood Elementary are breathing a sigh of relief this morning. Today, students will be able to return to the classroom and cars were wrapped around this parking lot yesterday as parents and families anxiously awaited uh, to pick up their children from school after hours of lockdown. Now, Chapel Hill Carborough School Superintendent Naya Hamlet sent out a statement explaining that mental health support will be available for students. She says the school system support and wellness team will provide resources to help students have age appropriate discussions to express their feelings. And for many of these students, yesterday was their very first day of school. Kindergartners putting on their backpacks for the first time. Several parents and families had to have difficult conversations with their children at the dinner table last night. And coming up in the next half hour, you'll hear from a woman as she explains the nerve-wracking moments uh, that she had while she was waiting to pick up her kindergartner uh, yesterday after everything happened. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Chapel Hill. And coming up in less than 10 minutes, we'll hear from a UNC student who says the active shooter situation left her feeling helpless and hopeless. This story will continue developing throughout our day, but a quick recap right now of what we know so far. A faculty member is dead. We're working to confirm the identity of that person. The suspect is in custody, identified as Tyle Key, a graduate student at UNC, or Tyle Chi, I should say. Uh, as of right now, authorities have not announced formal charges against him. We'll update you on WRL.com and in our news app as new details are released in this investigation. Turning now to other top stories we're following. Police at NC State are working to learn more about a second reported sexual assault on campus in a matter of days. The school sent out a wolf alert just before 1030 last night about a reported assault at Lee Hall. Police say the victim and the suspect are both students and they met through a dating app. They say they know who the suspect is, but he has not yet been taken into custody. A wolf alert was the second of the day reporting a sex crime. The first came out early Monday morning about a reported sexual battery at Owen Hall Saturday night. In that case, NC State Police, two men say two men were responsible, but they do not have a description of the people who they think did this. The university says it has cameras in and around Owen Hall and police are now reviewing that video. People in Florida are preparing for the arrival of Idalia. The storm is projected to become a Category 3 hurricane before making landfall sometime tomorrow morning. Many people are buying wood to board up their houses and generators to keep the power running. Shelves at grocery stores are emptying quickly as well. People are stocking up on water and food before the storm hits land. 
Request denied. What we are learning about former President Donald Trump's trial date that has been set for his charges, accusing him of trying to overturn the election in 2020. And why doctors say there is a benefit from COVID spreading. We'll explain. Also take a live look now at Apex. It'll be partly to mostly cloudy today. The heat certainly sticks around. You can see the roads are a little damp right now. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRL Severe Weather Center tracking the chance for those showers. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 444. We did have a bit of rain overnight last night and, of course, yesterday afternoon as well. Some of that was heavy in spots, but not everybody saw it. That last little bit of it is uh, dissipating at this point. I wouldn't necessarily expect to see any more of that this morning, but it may be damp as you're headed out across the area this morning. We'll take a live look at Wilson, Durham, Fayetteville. Temperatures are warm this morning. It feels very tropical. Again, at 75 in Wilson, 74 in Durham, and 75 degrees in Fayetteville. If you're headed out for exercise this morning, it feels like one of those just sticky tropicals summer mornings out there, but I wouldn't expect to see any rain. Some low cloud cover, maybe a bit of patchy fog. We do have a small chance for showers and thunderstorms late today, but it looks like most of us stay dry. And then tomorrow we begin to feel the impacts of Adalia. Some UNC students say they are feeling helpless and hopeless after the active shooter situation on their campus. Sophomore Hallie Brew spoke to WRAL after yesterday's shooting. She said as she was hunkered down with other students, she had to comfort a classmate because of the trauma that comes with shooter situations. It's a trauma she says she knows well to the point where she and others her age programmed in how they would respond. Growing up in America, we've been conditioned by now to know to barricade our doors and to turn off the lights and to hide in the corner of the classroom and to stay quiet because we've grown up in this day and age where school shootings have been happening since we were children. Bruce says she wishes she could live in a place where gun violence isn't an issue. She says she feels like there is nothing she or her classmates can do to stop those school shootings. Two teens in Harnett County are facing juvenile petitions for murder in the death of James Snipes. The 17-year-old's body was found off Buffalo Lakes Road on Thursday. He was reported missing last Tuesday. Investigators learned of his, when investigators learned of his appearance, they were also on the lookout for his mother's stolen vehicle. Deputies say they found the Hyundai Tucson and chased after it. The car crashed in Lee County and Snipes was not one of the three people inside. Last night, the juvenile petitions were issued for two 17-year-olds. In addition to the murder charge, they are also charged with robbery with a dangerous weapon and felony conspiracy. The federal criminal trial of Donald Trump will begin on Super Tuesday. This is for charges accusing him of trying to overthrow the 2020 election. The judge overseeing the former president's case set the date yesterday. Prosecutors requested a January start date, but Trump's attorneys pushed for a 2026 start, hoping to get things underway after the upcoming presidential election. They argued that they needed time to prepare. However, that request was denied. Judge Chutkin says Trump will have to make that trial date work. Uh, correction, it begins one day before the Super Tuesday primary, regardless of his schedule. Trump says the move is an attempt to undermine his presidential campaign, calling it election interference. The man accused of murdering Alicia Watts appeared in court for the first time since the Moore County woman's body was found. 
51-year-old James Dunmore faced a judge yesterday. Our cameras were not allowed inside, where about a dozen of Watt's friends and family looked on. Dunmore is being denied bond. Only on WRAL, we're hearing from James Dunmore's wife, who says he threatened to kill her years ago. She showed up in court to support the Watts family. Well, I would just say, just from my experience, I'm just, I, I just, I'm sorry, I'm just definitely just hoping that justice is really served at this time. Now that woman took out a domestic violence protection order against Dunmore in May. Dunmore is due back in court September 14th. With COVID cases rising across the U.S., experts say there is some good news. While it is still more dangerous than the flu, it's less risky than it used to be. The CDC says nearly all Americans now have some form of immunity against COVID-19. That's either through infection, vaccination, or both. That means as long as our immune systems are healthy, they will remember most forms of COVID when they come our way. Health experts say there are always risks from new variants, and it's still important to get vaccinated. It is 449, and it's important to be tracking uh, Idalia closely. Still a tropical storm. What's the latest advisory, Elizabeth? So this is still the 2 a.m. advisory. We get the newest advisory at 5 a.m. and we get new stats. We'll know how fast it's moving and what the wind speed is. We get a new forecast track. Then the next forecast track that we get is not until 11 a.m. So at 5 and 11 a.m. and p.m. is when we get the new forecast track. So waiting on that, it is, of course, 4.59. Has not come in yet, but we'll have it for you at the top of the hour. Um, I do anticipate that this will be a hurricane as we get into the uh, uh, five o'clock advisory information. Here's a look at some of the rain bands that are starting to form with Adalia. Not quite to the keys, but very close to. Of course, the center of circulation is still way over here. Um, as this moves on up through the Gulf of Mexico toward Florida, it's going to interact with some very warm ocean temperatures that are going to give this uh, system a lot of fuel and allow it to rapidly intensify. So it is expected to be a category three major hurricane as it makes landfall here in Florida. And storm surge is going to be really one of the main threats. It could see four to eight inches of rain, but storm surge could be up to 12 feet in some places, especially right here where that forecast fan is. Um, that's likely to cause widespread damage, of course. This is likely to be um, sometime in the morning. This is 8 a.m. with 120 mile per hour winds. And then the storm is likely to hug the coast. And that, of course, will affect our coastline and spread rain into our area starting uh, mid to late day tomorrow. And of course, continuing through a good chunk of the day on Thursday. And then the new trends that we're seeing with the storm are it moves out into the Atlantic, but all of a sudden the steering currents begin to come, uh, begin to be weaker, and it may just sort of sit out uh, off the coast for a, a few days, possibly. And that, of course, will increase the damage to our coastline. You can see it sitting there, not moving very much between 8 p.m. on Friday and 8 p.m. on Saturday. That just means high rip current danger and a lot of erosion on our coastline. Let's take a look at future cast, and you can see the extent of the rain, certainly by uh, uh, the possibility of this evening seeing a few isolated showers. This is uh, Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. You can see the center of the circulation making landfall. We'll definitely begin to see the rain from this system during the day tomorrow. There's 8 p.m. You can see the rain spreading across our area. Then you can watch it hugging the coast through Thursday morning and then gradually shifting offshore as we get through the day on Thursday. It's moving off the coast just a little more slowly this morning than we were seeing yesterday. Here's a look at this afternoon looking at mostly cloudy skies and isolated shower possible. We have a cold 
front that's going to swing through. It'll be fairly uh, moisture starved, but we'll start to see the rain interacting with this front as we get into the day tomorrow. So at 5 p.m., expect the rain to begin from the Triangle area southward. Some of that's going to be heavy at times. You can watch the storm move through. Here's 9 a.m. on Thursday, and you can start to watch that pulling away as we get into the afternoon. So we do have a low to medium risk for flooding. It looks like flash flooding is likely to be our biggest threat from this storm. Uh, flooding risk on Thursday uh, becomes medium in our eastern counties and a little closer to the coast. So we're looking at as much as five inches of rainfall along the coast. Some places could be uh, some isolated totals a little bit uh, higher than that. So flash flooding is going to be a potential for us. Winds gusting up to 35 miles per hour and our tornado threat is low. Uh, things are pretty quiet for us this morning on the radar. We are looking at mostly cloudy skies this morning. 74 degrees. Our temperatures are going to climb into the 80s this afternoon. 89 in Raleigh, 88 in Durham and 90 in Fayetteville. So it'll be another fairly hot afternoon without a lot of chances for rain. So rain uh, mid to late day Wednesday and into Thursday and then we're dry right now for Friday and the weekend uh, turning hotter with Saturday, uh, Sunday back up to 90 degrees. Thanks, Elizabeth. Those of you with a 401k, you now have extra time to grow your money. Coming up next, how the IRS is working to help you better prepare for retirement. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.